0: Anyway, we're live. Today's Monday, I hope everybody who is joining had a good weekend. Had a good weekend. A very busy weekend. Anyway, let's get the intro going, shall we? Today's been kind of a busy, busy day. So, one thing that just bugs the shit out of me—I had to point this out—is how stores are preparing for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even Halloween yet. It's not even near Thanksgiving. But damn it, we're we're preparing for Christmas. It just bugs me. It just. It doesn't bug me as much as the one thing I want to talk about. I want to get this out of the way. The giant elephant in a room, and that's that's really mountain monsters. I want to talk about this show. I love the show. I really 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 love the show. It was funny. <laughs> I know. It's goofy. It's hilarious, but now it's just it's it's not what it used to be. Mountain monsters was fun, and exciting. You didn't know what the hell was going to happen, and now it's on Travel Channel, and it's not even really good anymore. They're not even trying. It's basically a reboot. <laughs> it's a reboot show. And I I sat there. Now they're they finished up the six episodes. Now they're going to be bringing the episodes back. One's going to come back October 30th. One's going to come back in November. Since the six episodes happened, I'm going to really chat about it real quick before we do the big segment of the show which is how I would run the DC extended universe films, how it should have been done. Cause I'm a smart ass. So I said through these fucking episodes. It's pretty bad that <laughs> That. I gotta talk about this one YouTube channel someday. Called My Digital Escape. Because some listeners, like, you reviewed that one dude's music, which was, I think, Brian Stars. He had a YouTube channel with a bunch of people, and it's really cringeworthy. If you ever want to sit through something that's really just cringeworthy, it's really that channel. Because you look at this channel, and you're like, them fuckers shop at Hot Topic. And I, I have to admit one thing. Somebody told me, a listener who works at Hot Topic said they have a lot of comic book stuff, a lot of cool comic book stuff like T-shirts, boots, which I didn't even know they made those, uh, belt buckles, you yeah. uh, know, cool belts and stuff. Like she said, you had to look at it because it's re- they have a lot of cool stuff, but she agrees with me about the emo kids the my chemical romance listeners the the juggalos she agrees with me on that but she said there's a lot of cool comic book stuff that you know people don't see and i looked at it and there's a lot of cool shit i saw and i'm just like if they have a gift card <laughs> i will buy this shit online so i don't have to go into the store <laughs> because I found out you could use a gift card to buy stuff online. I'm just like, shit, I'm using it just because I don't want to go in that store. Because if I have to hear some emo scene music, I am going to shoot myself. <laughs> because I fucking hate those type of music. I'm kidding. I don't, I don't. you know, don't ever kill yourself because it's bad, it's stupid. But anyway, it's a joke. But I, I hate... My Chemical Romance. I don't like their music. I don't like, you know, emo music, cause it's dumb. I heard a lot of bad music in my time. Shit, we covered country music. Good country music, but really bad country music, like the Florida Georgia Line. And they're coming to they're coming to the Show Me State, and it's just like, how the hell are they coming here? Nobody wants them. But, uh, anyway, i seen a lot of cool shit. A lot of cool comic book stuff. Some Batman stuff. Um, they had like a cool, a really cool ass Batman shirt. I gotta find it. Because I saved it because I was just like, if I ever find a Hot Topic gift card, I will buy <laughs> that shirt. Where is it? Ah. The Batman Dark Knight's Metal. i seen that shirt and I was just like, I like it. Awesome, great Capullo artwork. You can't go wrong with that. Anyway. There's a lot of things that just... I just had to cover that one. But anyway, back to the Mountain Monsters. They usually don't have bad episodes, but they had some really bad episodes. Like the blue house one was a good one. And you know, it evolved the cornfield and it was like really cool stuff, but I I never in my life seen some really bad episodes. I mean, how did they go from looking for the sheep squatch, which was a part Sasquatch part sheep, because I assume a sasquatch fucked a sheep and they you know came to see the sheep the sheep squatch. But I don't know how they went from that. They just they just went from like Looking for Bigfoot. To like looking for the spear finger. Which I don't even know what a spear finger is. It sounds dirty. But you know they're looking for the spear finger. But I don't know how the hell. They went from. This really good. Show. Looking for Bigfoot. And. I you know. I just don't know how they went from that. To a really bad. Show. And the whole spear finger. To the. You know, the, the, the dude's wearing the mask, and one's being... And it just leads up to like one dude looking like a bad scarecrow cosplayer. I, you know, I, I just don't understand where the show is going anymore. It just bugs bugs the shit out of me. And I know they lost Trapper because the dude's in real life having health problems, but Buck is no leader. I would not trust that fucker with a gun and he has a gun it's just like I, I sit through this show and i just i don't understand where they are going anymore I I really don't. And it's really sad and depressing because it it used to be a good show. And, by the way, Hot Topic does have some cool Catwoman shirts because I know my Catwoman likes them. By the way, I'm going to send you screenshots of them. (laughs) Because there's, like, tons. There's one I think you'll absolutely like. I would say absolutely like, but love. Because one is, you know, the artist who did the, um. Wait, hold on. The, uh, Batman. Uh, the Dark Prince Charming t-shirt, which is like a Catwoman cat watercolor painting on a shirt, which I really think it's cool. I really love watercolor paintings. I think they're amazing. Anyway, it just, it bugged me. Can you tell us about my digital... Oh, boy. I sent to some videos of my digital escape I don't know why you're getting me into talking about this, but I saw through these videos. Oh, I'll buy you the Catwoman shirt. <laughs> uh, did you watch Friday Night SmackDown? I did. Oh wait, no. Yeah, I did. It was really bad. <laughs> I, I never seen, I, I got pissed about that show, because, I got really pissed off about that show, it was between that, and being pissed off that the Cardinals lost two games in the NLCS, uh, NL, National League Championship game, sorry, NLCS, I got pissed about that one, I don't know how the fuck, you went from a hitting streak, to like, Not hitting anything. I don't know how. It just pissed me off about that one. I I always hate it when I watch the playoffs. Because I get really pissed and aggravated. and I cuss at the TV a bit. I just, and I throw, you know, I have a stress ball. Which is, you know, you get stressed and tense. You're like watching a ball game and... I end up throwing it at the TV because I got mad. (laughs) Where I'm just like, you fucking hit something, Carpenter. (laughs) So anyway. Yeah, I watched the WWE Friday Night Smackdown. And it was just awful. It was just... It was by far the worst show ever and they're doing the thing is I'm so tired of them doing this phony draft where you know like everybody like here's the thing everybody knows that Becky Lynch is going to stay on fucking Raw everybody knows it and so is Seth Rollins they have two titles that is basically created for Raw a red brand show. I think if people saw like these bright ass fruit roll up looking belts on a SmackDown show, which is like blue, the blue brand they call it, it they would stick out. <laughs> like they would stick out. People are like, why the hell do they have red championships on a blue brand show? So, an- anyway. That's my WWE rant for the day. If you want to watch good wrestling, go watch AEW or NWA or Combat Zone Wrestling. I, rec- I recommend Combat Zone Wrestling because I never seen anybody get a giant nail jammed in their head before. I thought, like, shit, that is crazy. Have you ever? Se- i have never seen that before. And someone landing on like bob wire and thumbtacks, shit's crazy. Anyway, I watched this My Digital Escape, because somebody heard me review this, you know, the Brian Stars video, music video, and all that.
1: Uh, he's the guy
0: who did the song Shut Up and Kiss Me, and uh, Tonight, saying let's go fucking crazy tonight. It was the stupidest music video ever. And, of course, he did the song tonight just to, like, you know, inspire somebody to go out with their friends and go crazy for the night, create memories, fall in love. That video doesn't fucking inspire me to do anything. (laughs) It just makes me aggravated that you take Walmart carts and run them around the parking lot, which I throw the flag down on bullshit. I should get that made for a shirt. I throw the flag down on bullshit. I make that. I, I would make that shirt because that would be a cool shirt to to wear. It says, "I throw the flag down on bullshit." <laughs> I should trademark that. I like that saying. But anyway, there is no way in hell that a Walmart parking lot's empty. I mean, it is so weird because I went to Walmart once at night. I never seen so many cars in a parking lot of a store and the store being so empty. I don't know how that happens. That is like the greatest mystery of all. Next to Shane Dawson's vendetta against Chuck E. Cheese. Hey, I hate Chuck E. Cheese as much as the next person. But I don't know why you go after the pizza. Anyway, I watched some of these videos. (laughs) The Shane Dawson fella made a conspiracy video about pizza, how uneven the pizza is. It's like, dude, I I can make a pizza in the oven, homemade, and I cut it and it looks uneven still. I admit, I it's it a pretty entertaining video for laughs, you know, but I don't know how you... I think that's what he made it for. It was like, he made it for laughs, and people took it serious. But he, what it was, was like, uneven pizza, and he accused his pizza place of, you know, adding used pizza slices to a pizza. Making a Frankenstein pizza, basically. I don't know if it's true. I don't think it is. I mean, I've been to Chuck E. Cheese, and uh, it's a nightmare of a place. It's much scarier than uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer's home, where it's like revealed that the school was the cover for Hell, which is weird. I don't know. The show's been on for too long. It was on for too long, and they made to end it. So, anyway. i watched these... Anyway, I watched these videos of my digital escape. It is weird. It is a weird show. I I, I do understand people who watched it, who liked it, who loved it. I don't know. I never seen so many people wear makeup before in my life. Ever, I never seen anybody like use so much hairspray, and wear so much makeup. I am so glad they never had candles in that place because if they lit, if they struck a match, it, you know, they would look like um, I don't know. They would look, bad. but. <laughs> I am not making this up. I was just like... I... I sat there and I'm just like... These... These kids... And believe it or not, I've watched a video. Their video is like... I think like six or seven years old. I don't know. And... These kids are like insane. I never seen anybody have such bright, colorful hair before in my life. Like one chick's hair, half of it is black, and one half is purple. And they look like, I don't know if they're going to take offense to it, but they look like anime characters. (laughs) They look like actual people who are trying to be anime looking. It is just insane. But anyway, I will do a future episode where I'll watch some of these bad cringy videos and sarcastic. Anyway, um, we're here to talk about comic books. An article was written about how Thomas Wayne, Thomas Wayne, when did Batman's dad become a bad guy? Please, God, don't ask Tom King that question. (laughs) I, I, I really don't. I really. I honestly don't think that Thomas Wayne, that is shown in so far in City of Bane, is the actual Thomas Wayne from Flashpoint. I really don't believe it. I really don't believe that's the Thomas Wayne that we all know. Man, some people love and some people dress up like him for cosplay. I'll admit, the bat suit for Thomas, the bat symbol with the giant red and the giant black bat, I actually have that as a t-shirt. And I really like that symbol. I don't know why. I still love the classic yellow and black bat symbol from Batman Returns. I honestly, I think the Thomas Wayne that people are seeing is Thomas Wayne Jr., I, or some Thomas Wayne from another earth who took the bat suit that Thomas Wayne wore and became the bad guy. It just. I don't know. The way Tom King wrote it compared to. I think Jeff Johns wrote it. Jeff Johns wrote it. And Flashpoint. He wrote it differently. I, some of the parts he writes don't make sense. Some parts just don't. Uh, they recently announced the renewal of Batwoman, so we're getting another Batwoman. Fortnite ends, and Fortnite Season Ten ends with a black hole. The game is now unplayable. That was all over the news. I never see so many people get so pissed in my life <clears> that yeah, they ended Fortnite. I don't know what the f- what the fuck happened <laughs> in Fortnite. I have not played it, but they just like up and ended it. Like they just quit and. It is insane, like they just, the game is now not playable. People can't play it. Like some people are getting on it, and it's saying, Fortnite, thank you for playing this game. Sadly, this is the end. We are grateful for all of your support. All all your support during the years. So they ended... Fortnite. (laughs) Sorry, some kids like... Some dad recorded his kids like... Freaking the fuck out over... Fortnite ending. One person wrote now... Make him play Minecraft. It's much better than Fortnite. That is true, actually. Like, I never, like... My nephew, who spent the weekend with me, is a huge Minecraft fan. Like, I have never seen a kid create his own world and just shows it off. Like, this is what I created. This is what I also created. This is where all my sheep go. (laughs) And this is where my dog's at. i never seen a kid... I know, what the fuck just happened? I know, right? Like, I was just... I wanted to get the Batman pack for Fortnite. I was going to, like, I'm going to buy this pack. I'm going to play it. Oh, there's my cat. What's up? My cat's here, by the way. Um, yeah, I was going to play it. And, and all of a sudden, I was just like, I ain't going to buy it. <laughs> something's telling me something, something's up. I ain't going to buy it. And all of a sudden, bam, it's over. It's ended. That was, like, insane. Like, one thing I have to say is they're not going to give their money back. The people that put a lot of money, time, and work into Fortnite, my cat's upset about Fortnite, so... (laughs) They are not going to get their money back for Fortnite. There is just no way Your feelings. <laughs> I I know, like I I hate to admit like the Batman Fortnite pack was pretty damn cool. But I remember they made a video game just they made it before Fortnite ever existed. I gotta find it. Um What was that? It was a Batman video game. Uh, let me find it and i got to do my freddy prince jr rant cuz somebody needs to tell him to shut the fuck up so <laughs> anyway it was a batman it was a batman video game let me find it It wasn't on mobile. It was on Xbox 360 and... Ah, oh, here it is. Batman Gotham City Impostors. They made a Fortnite-themed Batman... Fortnite-type-themed video game. Where you create yourself into this game. you either on Batman's side or Joker's side. And you hunt down your enemies and shoot at them. With like type of gadgets that Batman made. It was a really cool fucking video game. It was a first person shooter multiplayer only video game set in the Batman universe. And it was so damn cool. The Batman Imposter storyline ran from Detective Comics 1-867-870 which inspired the video game Gotham City Impostors. Batman Gotham City Impostors, yeah. It was such a cool... It was such a cool video game, like you get to play with your friends on one team, like either your Batman's team or your Joker's team and you just go at it like you shoot up the entire Gotham City <laughs> and it was so awesome like i was just like completely insane about it and they they of course ended it once the yeah you know, the game ended in 2014 but they ended it in, on the PlayStation 2014 however it was free part of the Xbox Live games with gold program and July 2014. The, um, Gotham City Imposters remains, you know, playable via a PC stream to this day. Yeah. And my cat's trying to go at the wires. <laughs> so anyway, I, I had to send a photo to you because it was really such a cool... Thing and my cat's messing with the wires again. Is Lilo asleep again or something? Is that why you're bored? <laughs> so. I wish they would bring it back. I wish they would like I mean since due to like the popularity of like Fortnite and stuff like why not Why not have a, uh, you know, why not have a Batman DC type Fortnite type of game? <laughs> Let me stop. Anyway, yeah, it was it was insane how. Fortnite like shut down. I'd never seen so many grown adults go crazy over <laughs> a video game shut down. But that kid was funny in that video where that kid was just like pissed about Fortnite shutting down. Anyway, uh, Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne is confirmed for the CW's Crisis on Infinite Earths. I am happy. I am so happy over it. It makes me wish that they could actually bring him in to do the show. I I kind of knew they were going to sort of like somehow incorporate Burton's Batman into this cuz when when you watch Birds of Prey the TV show they hinted at it. They had a strong hint that this was set in the Burton-Batman universe. And I think that's what they're going to do. They're going to finally sort of, I think in a way, give closure to the Birds of Prey show. Because it it ended on... It ended sadly, it just it didn't it finally was getting started to go, then it just sort of poof, you know ended. So I gotta read this one article. This is about Freddie Prince Jr., who apparently can't shut the fuck up. <laughs> About anything. Now, this rant. I have to say it. It it has to... It has to sort of come out. And in a way, be insulting. I have to make it insulting to him. You're a dude... who is a teen heartthrob in the 90s. And people don't care about you anymore. You're only memorable for one, really two things. Three. I know what you did last summer. Scooby-Doo. And being the son of a comedic actor, Freddie Prince Sr. Who is probably more likable than you are. As a person, and here's the thing you're just probably bitter and pissed that your wife was more popular than you are because she was in a show that has a cult following and you really didn't do shit except do really bad romance films. Your last film that you did, Jack and Jill vs. the World, was the most boring 90s cliche of a film that people didn't even give a shit about reviewing it. But I'll review it quickly. It fucking sucked. Your film sucked. Your acting sucked. You were so bad. Basic, You're predictable about what's going to happen to your character at the end. The only films that you were ever good in was in Scooby-Doo. Because you're basically playing yourself an egotistical douchebag. Even though Fred nowadays in cartoons are more likable than you are. And the thing is, you're telling fan, you know, dissatisfied Star Wars fans that they're just mad because the franchise isn't aging with them. Let me tell you, your career itself isn't aging well either. People don't like Star Wars anymore is because it is boring. It is all about cash grab. There isn't anything memorable about it. The only thing that's memorable is how bad it is. And I'm a Star Wars fan, but I don't buy any of the Star Wars shit anymore because I don't like it. It's basically what it is. If I don't like something, I don't buy it. I didn't like what Tom King was doing with Batman for a while. And guess what? Many people weren't happy either. And guess what? The sales and all that fell. And guess what? He's making it better because he knows he's leaving. So when you come around saying like fans are just mad because it isn't aging with them, look at yourself in the mirror and look at your career 20 years ago. Guess what? It didn't age well either. So that's my rant. Anyway. I want to talk about the DC Extended Universe films. There's been a lot of things that I thought about with the DC films. And let me tell you, when you kind of insult a lot of people about Harley Quinn films, and that you kind of, (laughs) you get a lot of people kind of getting mad about what you're saying. So, for those who know, I am a huge comic book fan. I love DC Comics. I love comic book films, but it's pretty bad that films today aren't what you want anymore. And, wow, well, my cat did the Batman disappearance. <laughs> she was behind me, all of a sudden I turned around and, boof, she's gone. So, I look at the films in a DC extended universe. I am really not happy with it. Because here's the three films that are basically coming out. I mean, we had the brilliant Joker and Shazam and Aquaman and that. We got Birds of Prey with Harley Quinn. I'm not seeing that film. And we got Wonder Woman. Then we got Suicide Squad. There's been a lot of things that I just... I haven't been really happy with. Is that, how is DC Comics... DC Comics films supposed to compete with Marvel films if they're not being coming out they're not being made on a regular you know regular basis anymore I have been so aggravated with it cuz in my mind I'm just thinking like I can do it better than these people planning things out apparently is one of the things that DC lacks they lack planning things out. So, I'm gonna do something that's called how I would how I would have done it. So, imagine in a far else worlds universe, I'm in charge of the DC films. The first thing I would have done is plan out the first character's universe. In this huge DC universe, first off, I wouldn't call it the DC Extended Universe or the DCEU because it sounds stupid. <laughs> it sounds more like the DC European Union. <laughs> European Union's not that great. That's why I live in America, America. So <laughs> anyway. I would plan the Batman universe. In this universe, uh, you would have it already existing. The viewers just happen to catch up with Batman. In this film, the Bat- Batman, he would go after... He would deal with Penguin and Two-Face. So in this one, it would be sort of like a bit of Arkham where... Batman's caught in a gang war between Two-Face and Penguin. And he's trying to figure out who caused this gang war and surprise at the end, it's Joker. So, this Gotham is such a darker, gritty existence. That it's considered one of the most dangerous cities in the world. So in this film, you sort of get to meet all the rest of the rogues gallery. The Mr. Freeze, the Black Mask. Wish they could have done it better. (laughs) I don't know how the hell they get Ewan McGregor to do it, but... So... My cat's attacking a wire. (laughs) Anyway... And you got Catwoman, who appears in a film, who who's enjoying the gang war because between it, she gets steal the best stuff that both sides have, <laughs> which I really like. That that'd be a great touch to the film. So, in this film, Batman, of course, encounters the Joker, who is in this story. He's sort of been around Gotham. He knows what the ins and outs of Gotham is like. He did everything he did. He did everything he started with these two. With the Joker, and uh, with Penguin and Two-Face, so he can watch Batman. Study Batman and find ways to defeat him. So in this one we have, you know, at the end, Clark Kent makes a cameo, which sort of sets up the Superman films and all that. And also, playing the next film. So after that Batman film, it would be Catwoman, then. Batman Hush. Because in Catwoman, Batman shows up, does his cameos and leaves, and right at the end, in credits, there's a man with bandages on his head, watching Batman and Catwoman do their chase which leads into Batman Hush. So, one thing I always wanted to see in this extended universe was the Batman films and stuff. I know a lot of people were, you know, had high hopes for the Snyder films and stuff. I was one of those people until I read an article that Zack Snyder was going to kill off Batman in Justice League 2. I was just like, (laughs) nope. (laughs) Yeah. He was going to kill Batman off. I, I like to know why. And it's sort of, in a way made me realize that this guy was not really a genius. (laughs) I mean, he was a great visual director. But when it comes to writing and stuff, it's just like... I, I love how these people who... I used to be one of them. Defend Snyder. And be like, you know, you need a high degree to understand what's going on in these films. It's like... Which, I love story substance. I love you know, hidden references and hints at other things, but the whole release the Snyder Cut thing, it just, I, I like it, but at the same time, I just don't think it's going to ever, ever come out. I really don't. I really I really don't think it'll ever come out. I I know we got to do an episode about the Snyder films cuz he was going to do Justice League 2 and Justice League 2 Batman was going to die. Green Lantern was expected to appear in Justice League 2. Charles Roves has rumored interest in Mark Wahlberg playing Hal Jordan, though he never was officially cast in the role. I will give them that. Mark Wahlberg as Hal Jordan would have been fucking brilliant. Because I like Mark Wahlberg. I think Mark Wahlberg's a good actor. Given the right roles. I mean, he was good in The Departed. I will admit that. Snyder said that Batman v. Superman was going to cross, cross his, Superman's dead body with a cryptic reference to the events of Justice League 2, the nightmare that would have been an important plot during Snyder's plans for the nightmare future, loosely inspired by the 2013 video game Injustice Gods Among Us. Justice League 2 would have been inspired by Grant Morrison's 2008-2009 DC crossover storyline Final Crisis. So, we got dad. So, anyway. Batman Hush would have would have brought in Nightwing. Tim Drake Robin. Fuck Damien. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I love Damien Wayne Robin. But I am really annoyed with that character. At the moment, so. I don't know how the hell they put him in... The Batman Hush films. The Hush film. You know, the animated film. But, um Anyway. We would have got Barbara Gordon, who would have appeared in the film, but not in the same scenes with Batman and Catwoman. She would be at the clock tower. And the clock tower sort of resembles the clock tower that you saw in Arkham. Where it has all these giant screens and stuff. Batman Hush would have sort of been the spinoff for a Nightwing film. Which, I always wanted to see that. I I, I still, to this day, want to see Dick Grayson and Barbara Gordon reunite in Titans. I want to see that. Please. (laughs) I just want to see them together in one brilliant scene. Just my opinion. So, in a Nightwing film, you would have gotten Tim Drake in it. I, I still think Tim Drake's awesome, so, I don't know why they just don't ever use him in regular films anymore. It's kind of sad. Anyway, in um, that one, it's revealed that Tim Drake would be leading the Titans, which we would have gotten a Titans film. Led by Tim Drake. He was great. I will will admit this. New 52, as much shit it gets, they, they finally made Tim, I, I think they made, they made Tim Drake the leader of Titans, the Teen Titans, and the, New 52. I, I think he was the leader for a while, but. I just. I am not a big. F- I. I'm not a big fan of the name Red Robin. Because <laughs> anytime I hear the name Red Robin, I think of the restaurant, Red Robin. And anytime I think of that, I think of that really bad chicken sandwich I once had. I don't know how in the hell. Putting a grilled pineapple on a grilled chicken sandwich was a good thing. I just don't know. (laughs) I just, it just bugs me where I'm just like, they need to really do something with Tim Drake. I mean, when you think of Red Robin, you think of like, You think of Red Hood and Robin. You just think of that. And I wish my cat would stop biting me. Ow, will you stop biting my arm? You know, I do believe that one meme photo whereas the cat where it says, I love you, pet me, but I really want to bite you. That really hurts. She bit my hand, so... And she bit my hand really badly. Not badly, though, but it's like... You know the part in your hand where it's like between the thumb and your index finger? Your thumb and your first finger on your hand? That's where she bit me, and that fucking hurts. (laughs) You stop attacking wires. Anyway. Um... In this film, Nightwing takes on this group, which sort of sets up for the next Batman film, where it has all the entire Bat-family in it. Which would be the Court of Owls. Which reveals at the end of the Nightwing film, after Nightwing takes on Black Mask and his gang. Which I really like. I really, I really want to see... See, that's the thing that bugs me. I I have to point this out. And... Is that Black Mask and... The... Under the Red Hood. Was such a cool character. I'm sure if he played it for and McGregor, he would start crying. Because he wants a character that... <laughs> that isn't violent. Sorry, I <laughs> had to like stop because I heard something... I heard Lola starting to try to bite me in the back of the neck. Your cat is one badass, violent cat. (laughs) She is, but... uh, Yeah, I know, right? It's painful as shit, but... uh, She isn't violent. (laughs) She's just a badass, ornery cat. Who disappeared again, which... Worries me. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you think that... Oh, sorry. I was reading the question. Do you think that... Do you think they'll ever release the Snyder Cut? I, I really don't think they will... I really don't. I mean, the one thing that I, I wish they would have they wouldn't have done was hire Joss Whedon. I think that Warner Brothers really screwed the pooch when they hired Joss Whedon, who is not. Not a, not one of the greatest directors. I think that... I think that, you know, Warner Brothers was just not in the right place to do it. I think that... I think the reason that they were trying to get things fixed was... Because Warner Brothers, at the time, was going to be sold to AT&T, and I think once AT&T was in serious talks, they thought, like, shit, we're going to have to we have to do something. And they thought, like, well, you know what? Let's hire Joss Whedon, reshoot, rewrite the entire, almost the entire film. Which he basically did. He basically rewrote a lot of the film. And I, I think it is. Whedon was one of the people that I honestly think that they caused Ben Affleck to walk out on the DC films. I think that, I mean, here's the thing. As much as I'm a Ben, ben Affleck fan, I, I I love the town. Gone Girl. Goodwill Hunting. Matt Damon's an idiot. Um... <laughs> He didn't start that film, but I don't like Matt Damon that much. But I think that they wasted his time. They wasted Ben Affleck's time. And they really, I think, to the point, pissed him off to the point where he was like, Fuck this film. I'm out of here. I am not doing this. And it's pretty bad because Ben Affleck was on record you know, with Kevin Smith by being a big Batman fan. He wanted to do a Batman film... Before he did Daredevil. He didn't want to do Daredevil. He was like, I want to do Batman. And at the time, they didn't want to do a Batman film. And Ben Affleck was really upset about the way they'd done Batman and Justice League by making him smile and joke, do jokes and stuff. He was not really fucking happy. And you really couldn't blame the guy. You know? You really couldn't. And I think that they completely wasted his time and made him not want to do the films anymore. I think he... The way that they described... The way I heard from people... The way Ben Affleck wrote Batman film that he wanted to do was the closest thing to an Arkham Asylum movie. That film was going to be a murder mystery in Arkham... It was going to be heavily into Arkham. And really set up everything for future Batman films. And he wasn't happy with Snyder revealing that Dick Grayson is dead. There was no Nightwing. Dick Grayson died. He was the one who was murdered by Harley Quinn. Not Joker. Which we all kind of knew Jared Leto is a pussy so he wouldn't shoot. Robin film. (laughs) Shoot Shoot Robin in the head and do stuff. I really wouldn't believe Jared Leto's Joker would kill anybody. If it was Joaquin Phoenix as Joker, I'd believe it. But anyway. So, when you look at some of this, you know, some of the stuff that is said about Affleck, I do think that he would have done a great job with Batman. But if you look at a lot of the interviews he did, promoting Justice League, you can tell that this guy was not happy. <laughs> he was just like, he was just like looking like, I wish I could tell you people right now what I think of this fucking film. <laughs> <laughs> and... When you look at him with... um Dawn of Justice. I know a lot of people were like, he was upset about the film. He was upset because he was going through a divorce. That's what he was going through. So, but if you ever watch his interviews with Justice League promotion, he was not too thrilled or happy with that film. I think he was at the point where he's like, fuck it, I'm out of here. So, Yeah, there was going to be um, I don't know how we're getting the subject about the Snyder films <laughs> and Ben Affleck's Batman. Yeah, I did see the image where somebody released behind the scene images of Henry Cavill as Superman with a mustache. I, I wish they would have kept it in. I mean, he was, one, he was buried in a coffin for a while and I don't know why they just weren't like, you know... Where did the mustache come from? He'd be like, I'm buried in a coffin for a while. <laughs> yeah, there was, going, there was a lot of... Um, there was a lot of stuff that was removed. Like, additional lore to the Flash. The Flash film. The Flash character. Aquaman. Cyborg. And a lot of it was, like, taken out of the film... Like the um the flash deleted scene where he saves Iris. I wish they would have kept that in. I think that would have been a great moment in the film where he realizes that he could be a hero by saving people. They should have kept it in in my opinion. They The Aquaman stuff, um I'm, I'm kinda happy they did remove it because with the film Aquaman would have at, it got to make more you know. Interesting stories, you know. So, yeah. So, it kind of saddens me and bums me out that they did it, but hopefully, with the new Batman films, I could do something new. Uh-oh. <clears throat> anyway, yep. Um. Now, I haven't watched Justice League, even though I like bought on DVD for like nine bucks. <laughs> I haven't watched the Justice League films. I. I don't really want to see it, because <laughs> like once you watch it you're like the first, if you watch it once, you're like, I know what's going to happen in this film <laughs> i i wasn't really I wasn't really too happy with the film when i when I saw it in theaters like i I was happy, but once it like processed of like what I saw. I was just like, this film was not that good. <laughs> it's not... It wasn't that good of a film. It wasn't really... Like... I don't know how... Any hell did we go from... The Christian Bale, Christopher Nolan Batman... To this... Snyder, Affleck... Frank Miller-esque type Batman to Batman that smiles, that makes jokes, that's so friendly and outgoing. Batman. It just made me go like, you know, if they needed that version of Batman, why did they just go like, let's get George Clooney to play Batman again? I I don't know where they went with this. I hope to God that Robert Pattinson and Matt Reeves Batman is done right they they need to get the character like if if I my version of Batman I want the Batman from the Batman Hush era. I want that version of Batman who is serious, who is sort of closed off from outsiders but lets people that he's close to in. Who can beat the shit out of Superman, then help save Superman by going like, "Look up there. There's Lois Oh, she's been let go by Catwoman. She's fallen. So you have time to save her. If you don't, then you're you're an idiot. <laughs> I, I I like that version of Batman. That that was a funny fucking scene where he did that. Then he and Catwoman, of course, punched out Poison Ivy, which was brilliant because that bitch deserved it. It just... It, it bugs me to... It just bugs me a lot. Because... They could have... They could have done with Ben Affleck's Batman. They could have made an established Batman. That has Nightwing... Oracle... Robin... Red Robin... a uh, Red Hood, sorry. Robin in this one should have been Tim Drake... Then they got Red Hood. Uh, They got Spoiler. Or, in my idea, Stephanie Brown as Batgirl. And you have Catwoman. You could have had that. But instead, we got Ben Affleck, Batman. They could have done that. But they didn't. I you know they with that they could have done several films they could have done a lot of good films. they could have done spin off films they could have had you know a Red Hood film where it would have been Jason Todd going after Killer Croc or something. I don't know they could have had him go after somebody, you know. You could have had Nightwing, a Nightwing film, but Tim Drake as his sidekick, you know, Tim Drake helping him, you know, take down somebody, Riddler, you know, they could have done a lot of cool shit with Batman, they could have had like a Batman universe, you know, people got tired of the Justice League, you know, they could go Batman. DC should have been prepared for these films. Instead of like we're getting Zack Snyder. Who have nothing against Zack Snyder? He Zack Snyder's a good director. You know. Is he a Michael Bay type director? Yeah, I mean he is really good with visual stuff, you know. I mean, I, I like visual directors. I think they do a great job. They make a lot of memorable scenes. But they're not good at the story execution, unfortunately. They're not good with the storyline outline of what films should be. Do I think he would have done a great job with his Justice League, Justice League films? I think, they, I think he would have done great. I just wouldn't see it after the second one, finding out Batman's going to fucking die in the film. I'd be like, fuck that, I ain't seeing it. It's like, why would you kill your most important character? A character that is, you know, basically keeping Warner Brothers alive. who is your basic centerpiece next to Bugs Bunny. I mean, here's the thing. Snyder should have stayed in his own lane. He should have made, he should have focused on Superman. You know, if you didn't want to direct the second Superman film and you want to do like Dark Knight Returns, you should have gotten Matthew Vaughn to be like, hey dude, direct Superman 2, I'm going to go do Batman with Ben Affleck. That's what should have been done. But instead you combined. Two films into like something that people got disappointed in. When people got disappointed you're like. That wasn't the entire cut. Instead you put out. The extended version. Which is basically the version I saw in theaters except longer. With scenes that made no fucking sense. Until I had to like watch the film all over again and be like, "Got it." It just, it just bugs me. Like I, I, like Man of Steel. It was a good film. It deserved a proper sequel instead of, for cramming in, you know, Batman and Superman. we were doing the death of Superman meets the Dark Knight Returns. And you kill off Superman after one fucking film. <laughs> which, which his death really wasn't even that sad or heartbreaking. It was just basically like, oh, shit. <sighs> then you turn around and be like, that wasn't Dark Side. <laughs> I mean, Doomsday, sorry. That wasn't Doomsday. It it got to the point... Where... I watched this film... Dawn of... Dawn of Justice... And I'm just like... What was the point of this film? And... Soon after... You do Suicide Squad. I've done multiple episodes about that film of how much I hate, hate that film. Which, basically... Hold on. Let me find... if I ever got into like an argument with a movie <laughs> let me find a scene I, I never I, this is one of my favorite scenes of all time in a comedy film to lighten the mood <sighs> I hate these commercial ads you know, I don't even have ads for my videos on YouTube. Which, by the way, you could check out. And please subscribe. While you're at it. Alright. Here's... A... Here's the video. This is... If I ever had an argument with a movie that can talk, which would be like that one movie with uh, Macaulay Culkin with the talking books, Page Master, that's it. This would be me and Suicide Squad in an argument. I had to play that again. It's pretty funny. I hate you. I hate you more. If hate worse people, I beat China. <laughs> that would be me in Suicide Squad and in an argument. Because I hate that fucking movie at times. It's pretty bad when you have. The best part of that movie was the Flash's cameo. And the one part I hate the most is how they ruined Batman in that film. Here's. It really makes no sense, even as a comic book fan. It makes no sense. If. Death. No, it wasn't Deathstroke. Deadshot. Fresh Prince was in Gotham. And he just shot a man. Why the hell would you be doing Christmas shopping with your daughter in Gotham City knowing that there is a guy dressed as a bat who will beat the shit out of killers to the point where they have to be put in a hospital wing in Arkham. And and would you imagine working in that? that? We got another patient. What happened? He got fucked up by Batman. (laughs) Again? Yeah. What did he do this time? He shot a dude. Oh shit. And he's still able to breathe. <laughs> like <clears throat> That makes no sense like at all. So I I wish they would have done a fight scene between Batman and Deadshot. <clears throat> like showing how dangerous deadshot is instead of them showing him the scenes being shown of deadshot him punching his mattress oh that's badass right there that dude is badass he's look at him he's punching the shit out of his mattress that's terrifying instead of this dude being shown like how dangerous he is It's like, I get it, it's Will Smith, he's badass, he has that intimidation look. I just hate that film. (laughs) So, anyway, I'm going to take a commercial break. I'll be back, we'll be, well, we did do a rundown of some films, so... Do, 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 do. Yeah, I heard about the Adams family, so. Um, am I going to see the Adams family film? No, not really. I like the TV show. <laughs> Which, fun fact the guy who plays, um, the dad, you know, the, um, uh, I forget his name. (laughs) The father Adams uh, is the guy who appeared in uh, Batman sixty Batman sixty six as the second Riddler because Frank Gorshin couldn't do the second season. So, uh, if you didn't know that, yeah. So, I'll be back. We're gonna play this song. (laughs) As Adams, <laughs> yeah, that's. I remember. I just realized that name when I was taking a break, real quick. Um, no, I'm not gonna see the Adams family. I might see it when it comes out on BBD and Blu-ray. Usually, films come out that quick. Um. He. <laughs> uh, by the way, the song is "New Dawn Fades" by Moby. It was the, I think the end credit song for the movie Heat. For those who've never seen that film, I love it. It's a good film. I kind of wish I would use this song in like a Batman film. It's a pretty good fucking song, in my opinion. Um, I am, I am not really an Adams fan. I'm an Adams family fan but I'm more of a Monsters fan I love the Monsters and I kind of wish they would do a Monsters movie you know I know they did like Mockingbird Lane which was going to be done by Brad Fuller who created Hannibal which was a good film Good show, by the way. i have not. I seen. I never seen. I seen the film Hannibal, but I love the TV show. But the thing that bugs the shit out of me with Brad Fuller is he will create and develop a write and write a show, then leave. <laughs> like he was a writer for Heroes. He wrote. He did 33 episodes. Then he did Pushing Daisies. Like, one thing that bugged me was he created the show Dead Like Me. Which was a good show. But all of a sudden he left the show and did not return. And that just bugged the fuck out of me. I was just like, really, dude? Like, And I'm glad he never did... I'm glad Mockingbird Lane never got picked up for a full show. Because he would probably quit the show after the first season. And... Like, the longest show I think he ever stuck around to do was Hannibal. Because it was like 39 episodes. Yeah, 39 episodes. And Hannibal was a good show. I the first the first season was really good. The second season was okay, you know, great. The third season was kind of a drop off, <laughs> where I was just like, okay. <laughs> um, would I ever want to see them do it? You know, do another season, another comeback? Um honestly no. (laughs) As much as I'd love to see them do like their version of Silence of the Lambs, absolutely not. Um Yeah. But it was just it was it was a good show. Um I I love the Monsters because you know, it, it was a really The Monsters is one of those shows that people have to give a lot of love and love for, because, I mean, you have Herman and Lily, who are both, you know, monsters, but they have such good hearts, and they love Eddie and their niece and Grandpa, who's a bit kooky and crazy, and they try to, like, live the day-to-day life, and you know, show that they're human just as much as everybody else. Even though Herman is a Frankenstein's monster. (laughs) But Mockingbird Lane was really, it was a really good show. It really had, it had that dynamic, like Herman wants to live and he wants to live and, you know, raise Eddie and He's in love with his wife who Grandpa created Herman to, to be her husband because he didn't want her to get hurt so he ended up creating Herman to be her mate, her lover, her husband. And they had Eddie. And at the end of the episode, Eddie and... There was like this scout this scout leader who wants to take Lily from Herman and at the end of the episode Eddie and Grandpa kills the scout leader <laughs> along with uh Lily their niece, the niece of Herman and Lily. Herman, oh wait, it was it wasn't Lily. Um sorry, it was um shit, what was her name? You kind of forget her name because she's not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> she's like this normal blonde woman <laughs> Marilyn Marilyn helps them kill the scout leader and grandpa rips the heart out of the uh, the camp you know counselor you know leader scout leader and puts the heart in Herman and Herman wakes up and sees grandpa feeding on the scout leader drinking his entire blood and stuff, and it was a great episode, and I'm just like, fuck, they could have made a good show out of it, so, I really like the monsters, even though they cast, like, really, like, they had good actors in the show. But they just—I don't know. It's like you can't really top Fred Gwynn, who played Herman Monster, and you just really couldn't get the right cast of crew people and the monsters. Like it was pre- its really—it really sucks, though. Like at Six Flags. Great Adventure. Like they had the Monster Mobile. The Dracula, The car that Herman. Drove in a race. And they had um. Butch Patrick who played. Eddie in the original show. And he's like the. I think surviving member. One of the surviving members. Next to Pat Priest who played. Um. Marilyn Monster and left after thirteen episodes because she wanted to get out of the show business. <clears throat> that is true. Yvonne De Carlo and Fred Gwynn were perfect as Herman and Lily. Did you ever see the unaired pilot of the monsters? I have not. I have never seen it. Oh, you sent me a link. Thank you. We'll watch it together. (laughs) Let's watch it right now. This unaired pilot. I will give you a fun fact. The monsters' house that you see in the um, in the show was actually used for. It was actually used in several Universal backlot sets. It was used in *The Ghost of Mister Chicken*. It was also shot in the same area where they filmed the movie *The Burbs* and *Murder She Wrote*. For those who didn't know. Yeah, so you could go home and be like, I learned something. <laughs> yeah, it was re- it's really cool though because, and it was also used in the uh, the the house doesn't look the same as you see in the unaired pilot. It was actually you they they actually changed it and it was the set was used for, uh, Desperate Housewives. I'd never seen that show, so anyway, let's let's watch this pilot together, shall we? Uh, there's one problem I have with this pilot. <laughs> it's in color. It's not in black and white. Which is a big problem. Because you know that they're going to show Herman and all them. And they are not going to look pretty. This is uh, where you live? <laughs> yep, this is it. Come on in and have a cup of coffee. I want you to meet my aunt and uncle. I don't know, Marilyn. No, it's... It's getting kinda of late. I've had such a good time. One thing that bugs me is the audible laugh. We do have that effect on this, you know, podcast. We could we could put all audible laughs in it just for fun, but I don't want to be an asshole, so <laughs> yeah. I could walk into the front door. <laughs> that laugh is going to kill me. <laughs> the thing is, they really don't have to play the music that loud for the show, but I guess they have to just to build it up. All right, they're getting to the front door. In the pilot, this did happen, and she is wearing a wig. <laughs> she's wearing a wig. I am not making this up. <laughs> if you pause at one minute where she's like looking through her purse, back of her wig is like coming up. Where all you can see is like the thing that covers her hair for the wig. Oh, it's not. It's a band. Something to cover her ears. I don't want to wait your folks... Oh, don't worry about them. They're always up all night. <laughs> <coughs> Alright, they're going to show Herman, who comes through the front door and he scares the boyfriend, or her date... I, got my key. I am not making this up. The voice that you just heard of, Herman. Like, Fred Gwynn sounds like that. And the funny thing about it is, my uncle sounds like Fred Gwynn. I am not making this up. He, like... He sounds like Fred Gwynn. Which is, like, scary. Because... Anytime I hear him on the phone, I just want to be like, What's up, Herman? (laughs) But I don't do that, because... I don't do that, because... You know. He's my uncle, so... And he's also one of the nicest... Really one of the nicest people around. But he sounds like Fred fucking Gwynn. Which is, like... Amazing. (laughs) I'd like you to meet my date. This is Jack. (laughs) And he drives off. The thing about this pilot so far is Herman doesn't even seem like Herman in the show. What's the matter with me anyway? (laughs) He's like depressed looking. And they don't have the classic monsters theme. That's not Yvonne De Carlo. Joan Marshall as Phoebe. Is this supposed to be like Lily? Who the hell's Joan Marshall? And why does she look like? Why does she look like Marticia Adams? I don't like this. I don't like this pilot. And the theme song's terrible. Beverly Owen as Marilyn That is not Butch Patrick. Happy Durman. Place Eddie. <laughs> Happy Durman. What the hell kind of name is that? What's your name, Happy Durman? <laughs> what up, Happy Durman? <laughs> that is just an awful name. If your parents names you Happy Durman, it's most likely they don't love you as a person or as their own child. Happy Derman. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, that is Grandpa from the show. You see, I don't like that. He tries to kiss her on the cheek, but he tries to bite her in the neck. Uh, That wasn't in the original pilot, because he kisses her hand and tries to bite her wrist, which is pretty funny. But this one's just creepy. Al Lewis's grandpa. Al Lewis is funny in it. He is funny as hell in this show. I don't like Herman in this one. Herman's my favorite Fred Gwynn starring as Herman. I don't I don't like this pilot. Herman is supposed to be upbeat, funny, hopeful, you know, smiling, happy guy. He's depressed in this pilot. And we even didn't pass the intro. Just by his motions, he's depressed. And I don't like it. Herman's supposed to be this hopeful character. Happy, hopeful family man. He would do anything for his family because he loves them. This I don't like. I don't like this pilot. I I don't like this unaired pilot. Because the way they're treating Herman... The chemistry between him and Joan Marshall just don't gel. They don't gel. Like him and Yvonne uh, him and Del Carlo who played Lily. They had like the perfect chemistry that clicks. Him and his Phoebe character just don't. They don't click. I don't like this pilot. <laughs> I know I'm saying that a lot, but it's just like I, I just don't like it. I know it's supposed to be like this unair test pilot, but I can see why they're just like you yeah, know would work? Just get rid of the two parts that don't fit. Alright, I'm going to skip to the parts just to get this going. You see that part? That part just just didn't click. Cuz in this one, Lily is like worried about Marilyn. And she's not very cold distant. She's like this motherly hen type character. She wants Marilyn to find the right man, have the happy life. She doesn't throw her away. And be distant. She really just nurtures and loves her, and lets her know that she's not alone. She has a family, and they're going to be with her. You know, this uh, this Lily Phoebe is very distant and very distant and cold. I don't like it. I'm happy that they did not make this version of the monsters because I would not watch it. And Herman is so distant, which bugs the fuck out of me. I don't like this awkward silence. I want to try this jacket on you. (laughs) Oh no, you can't make me. Don't talk to your mother and stop playing with that nose. Leave me alone. Don't touch me. Leave me alone. Don't touch me. Let me let me go. Don't touch me. That is the worst Eddie monster I have ever seen. This Eddie is like, you know. Watch this version of Eddie. It makes me wonder if the writers who wrote Damian Wayne were like, "That's what we need." He's like loud, obnoxious. He's a bratty little son of a bitch. Yeah. You know? This pilot is just awful. I gotta read the reviews to it. I mean, comments and stuff. Thank God they recast it. <laughs> this was awful. Lily and Eddie were awful. I'm so glad they made changes. Thank goodness they changed the Eddie character. Oh no 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 no! Yvonne Del Carlo played the part of Lily. No one else. I agree. My God, that happy Durman kid play kid playing Eddie is. Yuck, horrible. No one could never warm up to that character. One person wrote, he doesn't look too happy. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I am so glad they recasted the characters. Yvonne Del Carlo as Lily was much better choice. But Joan Marshall sure does have... Some big eyes. <laughs> oh man, that's pretty mean. But the thing about it was, she looked like the thing about it. She looked like Marticia Adams. I'm just throwing that out there. Wow, that kid couldn't act his way out of a paper bag. He makes Keanu Reeves look like Al Pacino. <laughs> this kid stinks. <laughs> They should have called the movie The Adams Family Meets the Monsters. I, you know, I've watched the show and One person wrote, who knew Herman was briefly married to Monica Adams? (laughs) It's a joke towards uh, how she looked like Patricia Adams. I really don't I, I couldn't finish the pilot. It ends with Grandpa doing a spell. And I forget what the hell it was. I think it was... She... I think it's the spell where he turns Marilyn's true love, which was like the boyfriend of the episode, into a toad. <laughs> which was pretty funny, so... Anyway. <clears throat> wow. Didn't realize we were on the show this long. Um, Anyway, I'm going to wrap up the episode for the day. Um, I don't know what I'm going to talk about tomorrow. Anyway, I'm going to check out something real quick before we go off the air. Thank you, love. I'm just reading something stupid. Former Disney actress Bella Thorne claims she yelled... At abortion protesters, fuck these guys. Who the hell is Bella Thorne? It's like anytime I get on the news and stuff to check something out, her name appears everywhere. Who who is this chick? I never heard of her. I don't know who she is. So, I don't know who she is, and I don't really care. New rumors suggest that DC Comics is cleaning up their massive continuity and stuff. Rumors DC will give a 5G, 5G will give established characters new identities via a crisis level event. I don't know what the fuck that even means. I don't know what the fuck I even mean. It's kind of like the rumor of people saying like AT&T might sell AT&T and Warner Bros. might sell DC Comics. Which I doubt. Because I honestly think that they won't sell DC because they're making a lot of money off of it. If you think about it, with all these comic book films, I mean, the Joker movie made a lot of money for them. And they realize we can make a lot of money off of this. The only way I think they will do something with DC comics is if they do away with, you know, print books. You know, like the issues, like, you know, the print issues and stuff. I think the only way they could do that is they're going to do digital and trade paperback. Because they realize, you know, people aren't buying the single issues. They're just, you know, people are too lazy to go to the comic book stores. That's not really the case. It's just that usually I'm busy. <laughs> I go to the comic book store on weekends, so it's like the oddest time to go. Um, I didn't go this weekend. I think that they are going to do digital. I I said it before on an episode. They're going to do digital books. They're going to do more trade paperbacks because they make more money off of it. You know. I think that... DC is going to either... A, they're going to redo their entire lineup. And hopefully they don't fuck it up. B, do it right. Or C, they're going to reach out to a shadow audience that don't exist. That buy comics. It's most likely that they're going to go with A and C. And they're going to fuck B. B. Because they're idiots. And here's the thing. I, I am going to do this final rant. And we're going to go. I am tired of comic book writers, artists, and a lot of these people who reach out to a shadow audience that don't exist. And they don't buy books. You know why people bitch and complain? About diversity. All these stupid social justice warrior things. These people bitch just for the sake of bitching. They don't buy comics. They don't read. They just want to yell really fucking loud and write on their keyboards on their phone, get on their phone, go on Twitter, write a tweet make them feel better that they are doing something that they're representing. They don't buy comics. They don't buy comics. They don't go to comic book stores. They don't care. Look what they did with Joker. They turned Joker from a film that has a deep meaning message about things. Instead, they turn it around and be like, It's racist. It represents white people in a good way. Despite the Joker killing mostly white people. Um, It's pro-Trump. It's a dangerous movie. It's about guns and all that. They didn't look at the movie. They didn't read the premise of the film. They didn't see the trailer. They just looked at white man, white victim. That's what they look at. That's the same people... That bitch about comic books not having black characters. You got Black Panther, you got Blade, you got Falcon, you got John Stewart Green Lantern, you have Static Shock, you have Vixen, you have Cyborg, you have Black Lightning. They don't have gay characters. Batwoman. <laughs> That's all I can think of. <laughs> I mean, for God's sakes, look what they did with Marvel. They got rid of all the big name characters because they were white and they were male. And they replaced them with diversity characters. Did they buy any comics? No. They did not. They're going to do the same thing with movies for the MCU. Are they going to go see the movie? No. Is it going to do great as the past movies? No. You know why Marvel was so in such a big hurry getting Spider-Man back in the MCU? Because that was the only character that is a white man. (laughs) I don't... I'm not even sure if he's a man because Tom Holland's kind of a... (laughs) I'm just joking, by the way. And he's the only big name draw. That's the only reason why. Because they know, like... Lady Thor is going to do terrible. They have other characters they're doing films about that really people don't care about. I mean, I'm going to go see Doctor Strange, because I like Doctor Strange. I think he's a cool character. But, when it comes down to the comic books, the heart of the matter is that most people are not going to buy books if you're going to change... A popular character, like the rumor of Bruce Wayne Batman being replaced for the fourth time in a row. Well, the fifth time. You had Dick Grayson. You have Azrael. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Thomas Wayne, who basically took over Batman in the Batman comics and Rebirth. Oh yeah, and you had Gordon, who was terrible. You're going to replace this character for the fifth time in a row. And look what happened to Dick Grayson. Did Did I mention Dick Grayson? Yeah, he was Batman for a while. He wasn't really good. But rumors are you're going to replace this character to appease to an audience that isn't going to buy the book. And to a loyal fan base... That isn't going to buy the book. Because you've done it before. And it failed. So. If you're going to write Bruce Wayne out for a while. And for the love of God. Don't do it for a year. But if you're going to write him out for a while. Like send him on another venture with Catwoman. Do it the right way. Instead of being like. Doing the ultimate Spider-Man universe. Where somehow. Hypothetically you kill Batman. Which you know. Damn good and well. You're going to piss off a lot of people. Don't do it. If you're going to bring in new characters. Don't have Brian Bendis create them. Because he sucks at creating characters. Half the time. And. Also, one final thing. Get rid of the Wonder Twins. Nobody buys that shit. So, that was my rant. (laughs) Because I'm so tired of these diversity people complaining about characters that don't represent them, but they don't buy the books, or they don't even look... Into the books. Here's the thing. If you want a character that represents you, and if you're a writer or an artist, create your own character, create your own comic. Or ask a writer comic book writer and artist that is there any books that has characters that are like me? You know? Here's the thing. When you are a fan of a character. Enjoy the stories. I enjoy Batman. Because I. Relate to Batman. And I'm a huge Batman fan. And I. I don't want to see Bruce Wayne Batman go away. The character's. Nearly 80 years old. Well, he is 80. <laughs> and he's still popular. And you're going to get rid of this character. You're going to lose a ton of fans that are going to buy the books. They aren't going to support the books because you got rid of something that they like. So. I hope that DC changes things up a bit. Not too much, but change things up where they don't go back to the moody, dark, new 52. Go back to the hopeful things that they started with, like the rebirth. Fans wanted a hopeful, exciting, fun story. They just don't want dark, boring drama that somehow, someway slaps them in the face and say, you're the bad guy. So, I will be back tomorrow. Uh, We will talk about... I don't know. I guess more comic books and stuff. But... uh, If someone sends me another thing that says... About Harley Quinn and the Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, I did see the photo of the Suicide Squad film that they're making. Of the characters and the costumes. Um. I don't know what to think of it. It looks interesting and cool. Kind of looks like Guardians of the Galaxy. So. Um. Hopefully it's pretty good. It kind of looks like um. It looks like a mixture of. Of uh. James Gunn's movie Super. Meets Guardians of the Galaxy. So. It looks pretty good. Um. We might talk about, well, tomorrow's episode we're going to talk about Batman Arkham. I feel like talking about the Arkham video games. I just, something about it I just feel like I want to talk about. So, uh, I will see you all tomorrow. Um, Hope you all had a good weekend. I had a good weekend. I just don't want to watch Be Cool Scooby-Doo for a while. (laughs) I am really tired of Be Cool Scooby-Doo. But if you want to watch a Scooby-Doo episode, I highly recommend the Scooby-Doo Guess Who Batman guest appearance. So, I'll see you all tomorrow. Tomorrow's episode will be about Arkham. Bye.